0: Good day everybody Taskmaster 4450 here putting together another video for everyone and what I want to talk about today is a technological model I guess you could say that I've developed I developed this years ago and how This could be starting the transition for Web3. And I guess before tying it to Web3, I ought to tell you what the model is. It's been about a quarter century since I started to watch technology and try to gauge the progress, the pace of the progress. Of technology and how quickly things were happening and maybe about a decade ago I realized that you could ascertain and separate hype from realistic progress and this could be done by looking at the different types of media and where things were appearing and more importantly the time it took from appearing on one end of the spectrum till it got to the other end of the spectrum. So how does this work? Well typically a technology will initially appear on the hardcore tech/ slash scientific pages these are research pages. these are uh, basically the stuff that you'll have a lot of abstract stuff. They'll post papers. they'll really start to be very technical or scientific in the discussion. If the average user who's not a technical person or a very scientific person like myself reads it, much of it will go over our head. A lot of this stuff you don't have access to other than just the abstract summary because you have to be an educator, you have to be a researcher. And this is very specific in the focus and this is very early days stuff on these publications the next phase of it is the more mainstream tech pages this is where it ends up on like Hacker Noon um, things of that nature where These aren't mainstream publications, for the most part, but if you read it, it's not a bunch of technical mumbo jumbo. Interesting Engineering could be another one. Uh, Sometimes you get like the, what is it, CDNet, um, things of that nature. These are technical pages. They talk about the technology. Uh, It's not as isolated as some of the hardcore scientific and pages that I, I just said. They have much broader audiences, but it's still far from mainstream. Then the third are the business pages. CNBC, Bloomberg. Because they start to see the business potential. And this is where once it gets on to those types of pages. And obviously you're talking Fortune. You're talking Wall Street Journal. You're talking um, maybe uh, Yahoo Finance. Because now there's enough momentum to warrant business discussions, or at least potentials surrounding the business aspect of things. And finally, you get the mainstream media. You get your CNNs, you get your LA Times, New York Times, your regular newspapers. And this is where the masses are. And the quicker it takes to go from The first set of pages to the mainstream media, the more you're dealing with hype. And the most recent example of this is the metaverse. We went in a six month period of time with nobody talking about the metaverse, to six months later, everybody. You were on the business channels. They were talking about the top five metaverse stocks to own. You went to the mainstream media and how the metaverse was gonna change. Everybody's lives. And was garbage. We've also seen this a number of times. With virtual reality. And that was kind of overlapping. With the metaverse. Kind of fed into it a bit. But again. The pace was too quick. And the reason being. There's sound reason for this. And it deals with technology. And science is similar although science tends to be it doesn't work and that type of thing but technology when technology is introduced it sucks new technology sucks it's version 1.0 it's buggy it's slow it's costly it's inefficient it's difficult to use it basically sucks but depending on what it is could be status, such as early mobile phones. It could be embraced by the tech junkies. I mean, there's people out there, they'll just buy new technology regardless. And that finances and funds the second generation, and then the third generation. And with each generation, the technology gets better The costs tend to come down, the addressable market increases, and you end up with a situation where the usability of the device or the technology improves. And then that eventually gets to the elbow of the hockey stick or the knee of the hockey stick, however you want to talk about it, where things just take off. But that's where the pace of showing up in these publications is important because you technologically cannot go from the stage that gets you onto the hardcore tech and science pages to the mainstream pages and have a viable product. You need that time to get version two, version three, version four out. And if it's a product, that's years. Even with software, you're talking, you know, months and months and months per iteration. So what does all this have to do with Web3? Well, we know cryptocurrency has been all over the place for years and cryptocurrency certainly is a technology but cryptocurrency is not the game changing technology and I had an interesting situation where and I didn't even read the article but I noticed the headline and I clicked on it because I noticed the publication and it actually used in the title the word blockchain and it was fortune magazine and was talking about the opportunities in blockchain you know I skimmed through just a few of the key points and what this starts to offer people. And to me, that was a very important step forward. Now, keep in mind, this was not a article nowhere in there. And and as I said, I only skimmed it, but nowhere did I notice because I was looking it talked about cryptocurrency. It did not talk about cryptocurrency in the header, in the, the title. It was talking about blockchain. And to me, this is where the shift in the conversation has to be. Because I've talked about builders. And builders are not worried about green candles. Builders are worried about building. And builders are not building just crypto. Builders are building based upon blockchain. Now, they may have token, they may have NFTs, they may have all kinds of different things. They may be building marketplaces. They they can be building a lot of different things which can incorporate crypto. But they're figuring out how to tie to the blockchain. They're trying to figure out what to do with their data. They're trying to figure out what is their architecture? You know, what part goes on the blockchain? What part goes on the private server? How does the, how does their client front end game, whatever it is, connect into these databases? Whether it's the blockchain database, whether it's their server database, because there's going to be, in many instances, multiple databases running. What are they using for... Uh, login and authentication do they outsource that to the blockchain which that alleviates a lot of headaches for network administrators all this ties in and as we start to look at this I think this is crucial because Web3 is not cryptocurrency cryptocurrency is a part of Web3 it's like saying Facebook's Web3 or Web2 excuse me Facebook's not Web2 it's a part of Web2 Maybe the best known name in Web 2. But Web 2 also is Twitter. It's also YouTube. It's also PayPal. It's also Amazon. It's also Spotify. It's a a lot of different things. So from that perspective, I think the conversation needs to change with Web 3 away from Cryptocurrency. And I don't believe cryptocurrency is going to stop. But see, the problem is is cryptocurrency so far is mostly based upon just market activity, and that's the focus. You're not going to get any value out of cryptocurrency based upon cryptocurrency. I, I mean, you could by building out some financial services and things of that nature, but if that's the case, What kind of financial services are you building? Is it VC-funded financial services that adhere to government regulations and end up being controlled by Wall Street, such as Coinbase? I mean, Coinbase is as Wall Street and Web2 as it gets. They're just dealing in a different product. So to me, that's not Web3. So we have to look at the development of Web3 And that has to have blockchain because it has to have a different data structure. If you don't have a different data structure and you don't remove those frictions tied to data, you're web 2. Plain and simple. And so then crypto is not the asset class that consumes everything. Then crypto is simply just another asset class. You got stocks, bonds, commodities, crypto. That's what it becomes. And that's how Wall Street looks at it. Because Wall Street doesn't understand or doesn't care about all this stuff. So I'll grant you it was just one article. I'll grant you that it was just a small sprinkle in the world of media. But I will promise you It could be the start. And I say could be because we'll see what follows up. Here's one other important point. We see these articles and these ideas, once they appear in a publication like Fortune, they end up getting picked up by other uh, websites. So, for example, uh, MSN News, which is really nothing more than just taking... uh, these headlines and taking these articles and posting them on their website. That starts to pick it up. Then other people start to pick it up and rewrite it and pass it off as their own. So these are all things that can start start the spread of things. It can start the trend. And that's what really needs to happen. Because then you'll start to get developers but not really the hardcore developers yeah we have blockchain developers we have people like that but you get the the developers who are basically just website people you know they're not developing games they're not developing back-end infrastructure they just develop a website tie into but they start to look at things and they start to look at the different architecture and data structures and say there's something else here and maybe they start to to tap into some of these Uh, decentralized networks that offer open data. So hope everybody has a great day. We'll catch you next time.